0: Victoria's Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and always it's such a joy to be with you and welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps see this or hear this on the podcast um, later on. So welcome, welcome. In this broadcast, the Lord has put it on my heart to speak to you really regarding the Great Commission, right? The Great Commission that, that Jesus gave, it's in Mark chapter 15 verses 15 through 20. You know, yesterday I was driving um, on my way to South Jersey and, you know, I was talking about how I was, I listened to the Word of Promise audio Bible when I'm driving and it just so happened upon this when Jesus, you know, was raised from the dead and what happened and on the word of promise audio bible it's about 3 minutes long this you know this one um part of scripture if you will and it was really it was amazing because a, a few different things struck me but also i have to tell you it's about an hour and 15 minute hour and 20 minute ride one way and i i can tell you that i listened to this the whole entire way there and the whole entire way back. And I mean it. I just kept hitting rewind, rewind. It's a, it's on. Uh, actually, I'll show it to you. It's my the word of promise. I don't know if you can see this with the glare. Audio Bible. And um, if you've ever seen The Passion of the Christ, Jim Cavizio, he um, played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. And... Um, It's also his voice in the Word of Promise audio Bible. And what I like about it is it's it's like you're it's like you're watching a movie, but you have to visualize everything in your head as the scriptures are playing. So I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it. And you know, faith comes by hearing, right? And anymore as I read my Bible, I read it aloud, not out loud, not loud, but like I read it you know, out loud, like, you know, the message came, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just reading it in a normal um, um voice, but I read it out loud because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, meaning hearing what God has to say by the Holy spirit, hearing what the spirit has to say, spirit of God, it comes by hearing. Okay. All right. So the, yeah. So the word of promise audio Bible. So where I, what, uh, sorry about this. So when Jesus was raised from the dead, I have to break this down because I, like I said, I just kept hearing it over and over and over. And I felt like the Lord was giving more revelation, more and more.
1: I could just play it
0: for you, but I'll just tell you, you know, in a nutshell, what happened. And if you read Mark chapter 16, you'll see it for yourself, but After Jesus was raised from the dead, um, he first appeared to Mary Magdalene and then to two other men as they walked on the road to Emmaus, it's called, right? And they went and told the other disciples, Mary Magdalene went and told the other disciples that she had seen Jesus, that he was raised from the dead. And the other two men told the disciples that they saw Jesus and they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him and then you know right after that Jesus appeared to all 11 disciples when they were at the table and it says he rebuked them for their unbelief and for for their hardness of heart they wouldn't believe them and you know and so of course what hit me and then right after that he gave them the great commission so and it's really neat the way the way it's all you know worded and what happened and Maybe I'll just play this part for you. Do you want to hear it? I I mean, I'm telling you, this is what I was listening to, so I'm going to play it for you. Hope you don't mind, but it's powerful. So listen, this is um, after the women went to the tomb and then um, the angel told them, Jesus is not here, he's risen, and he's going to go before you into Galilee, like he said. So, okay, here we go. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Mm -hmm. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table. And he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on sick and they will recover so then after the lord had spoken to them he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of god and they went out and preached everywhere the lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs amen that is so pa- and then i would hit i would just hit play it again, play it again, play it again, because, and and I know when the Holy Spirit does that, it's because there's something there. There's something there that I've got to get, I've got to get, you know, and I'm telling you, it was about a full, you know, like three hours of just that. And I was like, Lord, and it was just so clear. I needed to talk about this because Jesus always told the truth. And he told us You know, he he, he modeled for us how to how to live, how to live victoriously here on this earth. And, you know, he said persecution, it's going to come. We have authority over all the works of the devil, right? We don't have to be sick. We don't. I mean, my gosh, come out. Right. He said in my name, you are. Let me just break this down. I'm going to because I wrote it. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to mess it up, but I want to read it to you. So Mark 15, 15 through 20, verse 15. I'm going to, you know, you heard Jesus say it. Well, you heard, right? The voice of Jesus. He played Jesus. Say it. This is what Jesus said. And you, to me, it's so powerful. It's powerful to read it, but it's powerful to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. Because I'm like, oh, ah! you just. Sometimes I'm listening to it and I find myself getting like, like angry at the people for Jesus, like, like in his defense. I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but it's just, or, you know, like, I just want to, it's just amazing. It overwhelms me to tears sometimes how good our Lord Jesus is and how good God, our father is. And, And he gave us. The Holy Spirit, the very spirit of Christ lives in every single believer. Okay, Mark 16, 15 through 20. Jesus, he told them, go into all the world and preach the gospel, right? Or the good news, some translations say, to all creation. Okay, next verse. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Now, remember, John the Baptist and even the disciples of Jesus, they, you know, after John the Baptist, they were baptizing people, right? Baptizing them. And Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, right? He said, go baptize them because, but remember, that is a baptism of water. And that represents when you, and and listen, if you don't have somebody to baptize you and you've never been water baptized, it's important to do it, first of all, because Jesus said it, right? But a water baptism, really, it means that when you, and you could, you know, go even in your own bathtub, you know, you could pour water or however you want to do it. It's your, Jesus looks at the heart, right? God is looking at the heart, but the the significance of going under the water and coming up is that you are leaving your old life, your old sin nature behind. And when you come up out of that water, you're be you're baptized. It, it's, it's significant that you receive new life right? Okay. Well, Holy Spirit is, oh, thank you, Lord. So remember when Jesus was baptized in the Jordan by John, right? John the Baptist. When Jesus came up out of the water, not that he ever sinned, but he told John this has to be done. But just hear what I'm saying. So when he came out of the water, that's when the Holy Spirit came and landed upon Jesus in the form of a dove. Okay, so the water baptisms is it's significant because it represents leaving your old sin nature life behind and you're coming out of the water, you're being resurrected to new life with Christ and he's now uh, when you receive Jesus as your Lord, God is sending the Holy Spirit to live in your spirit. but the water baptism, you know, It's 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 for you and it's and it's and it's something special because once you you do that and you come up, you're saying in the name of the father and of the son, I'm going like this, like you're gonna dip, dip, you know, go back into the water. In the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Spirit, you go down and then you come back up. Amen. And it's just that significance of I've just been baptized with new life, you know, with the Holy Spirit. Ah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to do. It represents leaving your old life behind, your old life dead to sin, resurrected with Christ. Okay. And then there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which, you know, you simply ask the Father. Okay. So you receive the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ in you. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit, remember, when Jesus breathed on the disciples, he said, receive the Holy Spirit. So that's like when we receive Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is where you ask the the Father, right? You're asking the Lord to baptize you, to pour his Holy Spirit upon you. So now, You are, you're, you're, you're clothed with his power to go and, you know, just, just be that effective witness for him. Holy spirit and fire, right? They had, they had what looked like tongues of fire on their heads when they were baptized with the Holy spirit. So Jesus had said to them, receive the Holy spirit and he breathed on them. So they received the Holy spirit, but then he said, wait here until you receive the, the, the promise from my father, which was going to be the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They had to wait for it. We don't have to wait for it anymore. Okay. All you have to do is ask. And Jesus said, how much more will my father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Okay. So I hope that's clear. So I started to read this. Okay. So what Jesus said, because I wanted to really unpack this and break this down for you, Mark, 15, uh, Mark 16, verses 15 through 20, because the Lord was just, yesterday was fabulous. It was just awesome. Okay. So verse 16, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever believes and is baptized. You can't just get baptized and not believe because God looks at the heart, right? Or when you ask Jesus, now, let me just say this too, because Jesus said, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Okay. So what if you, you know, somebody is never water baptized, but they did receive Jesus. Okay. Well, Romans, right? It says in Romans that if you confess Jesus as your Lord, you will be saved, right? It's faith in Christ that saves you. Okay. That's it's faith. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you another scripture on this in a moment. And I'm just saying what Jesus said when he gave instructions to the disciples to go out into all the world. Okay. He said, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow or accompany those who believe in my name, right? In the name of Jesus, he said, in my name, they will drive out or cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. It's a sign. It's, it's a sign. Jesus said it. It, it that. Uh, okay. Words of Jesus, not Lisa. Jesus. Okay. Verse 18, they will pick up snake. Okay. So they will handle serpents with their hands. And when they drink, if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. And, and you heard it in here. He said, it will not hurt you by any means. Okay. And when I think of drinking poison, I'm sorry, but I think about all these injections that They've been trying to, you know, force and that they're trying to fear monger on everybody. Okay, well, (sighs) that's a whole nother topic, but I'm going to stick to what Jesus said because you know what? Jesus is my healer. And I really pray that he's your healer too because he is the great physician, the healer. He gave you your immune system to naturally fight. Any, you know, sicknesses that would try to attack your body. He gave you his name, his word, his power, his Holy Spirit, his, his, his power so that you could take care of any and all works of the devil. Luke 10, 19. He said, behold, that means look, listen, pay attention. He said, I give you authority to trample. That's trample means you you kill it over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the devil, the enemy, the devil, your adversary. He said, and nothing shall by any means harm you when you use that authority that you've been given. Okay. So, and then verse 19 after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, Oh, I'm sorry. I left out the whole next part. And if they pick up, okay, they will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them in any way at all. It says they will place their hands on sick people, right? On the sick. And they will recover. They will get well. Okay. Believe. The first thing he said is whoever believes, whoever Whoever, this is for whoever believes and has him, right? Whoever believes, it's for whoever. It's not just for apostles, pastors, you know, priests. No, it's for the body of Christ, believers of Christ. Okay. All right. And then it says, after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up to heaven and sat at the right hand of God. Then verse 20, the disciples went out. Are you a disciple? I'm a disciple, right? It doesn't say the apostles. It said the disciples, disciplined ones, the ones who are, um, they're followers of Jesus. They have him. Okay. Believers, I'll just say believers, followers, but then, you know, the devil believes in Jesus too. (sighs) Anyway. Okay. The devil is a believer, but he's not that kind of believer. He's an enemy, public enemy number one, right? Literally believers, followers of Christ. Okay. All right. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere and the Lord and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. They believed you, you and I, it's time, I'm telling you, it's time to believe and go out and do it. He told us to, and he will work with you. He will work with you. Okay. All right. So Romans 1 16 tells us that the good news, it's the good news of Christ. Okay. What exactly is the good news? Because people, right? It's something that you might hear it all the time. You go, what exactly is the good news? How would I explain that to someone? Okay. Okay. And it says, Romans 1.16, it tells us the good news is about Christ. It's God's power at work, saving everyone who believes. First, the Jew and also the Gentile, which is the non-Jew. Okay, everybody who's not Jewish is a Gentile. But so it's for Jews and Gentiles alike. Okay, the saving power of Christ is what I'm talking about. This good news gospel tells us how God makes us right in his sight. Okay, here it is. It is accomplished from start to finish by faith. By faith. It is faith in Jesus Christ alone that saves. That saves. Is it good to be water baptized? Absolutely. And but like I said, it's more for you. And it's because it's a special thing that you, you know, I mean, I still remember um, I was baptized, you know, as a baby or, you know, but. Jesus wasn't water baptized till he was um was it 30 years old okay that's when he began his ministry. I'm just saying, I'm not, listen, whatever people want to do, that's up to them. But, you know, definitely raise your your children to understand that what the water baptism means, it's repentance of sins. John baptized John the Baptist, he baptized a water baptism of repentance of sin. And Jesus came preaching, repent of your sins, turn to God, right? So you can be forgiven. So so you can be saved. You can have eternal life, right? Listen, this is the word of the Lord, glory to God, but it is faith in Christ alone, faith in Jesus Christ alone that saves. Okay, if somebody if somebody heard about Jesus, but they did not live their lives for him. And I'm just saying and they're on their deathbed, but they remember, you know, maybe they had a praying mama or praying grandmama or whatever. And they just say, Jesus. And with their whole heart, Jesus said, anyone who calls on me in no way will I cast out. You call on Jesus, even in the last breath. And, you know, I mean, and you mean it with your heart. Remember, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Remember when Jesus was hanging on the cross and the two thieves, right? Well, the one said to him, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And the Lord, oh, this is what makes me want to cry. And the Lord Jesus looked at him and said, today you will be with me in paradise. The other one, he was terrible. And he died a horrible death and the crows came and yeah, it was no good. But the other one, he, he, he didn't live his life for God, right? He was a thief, but he called on Jesus at the last minute and the Lord saved him. That is how wonderful our Jesus is. But here's the thing. If you wait for, you know, like say if you're listening to this and like, you don't make it a point to know the Lord, first of all, He's the Prince of Peace. He gives you peace in your everyday life as you trust him. You have to get to know him. You need to get in the word, the word of God. And I recommend an easy to read Bible like the New Living Translation because, and I only recommend this Bible because it's so easy to read and understand. And when you understand what you're reading you don't want to put it down. You just want to keep reading it. I've got many different Bibles, but I do read this one the most. I have just, you know, I've got two of these. I have one downstairs that's all beat up, the cover's off, and then I have, you know, a newer one. But, But anyway, the whole point is get to know the Lord because that's how you're going to walk in victory. And live in victory while you're here on the earth. This way, when somebody you know, of, of the world says something and you learn your authority and the power of words, the power of your words that literally have the power of death and life in them. When somebody says something, you will come come against it and say, nope, not agreeing with that. And I'm telling you, it will get on people's nerves. But guess what? You will walk in victory. Yes, you will. I know it sounds hard. And sometimes people will be like, oh, brother, you have to condemn words and not agree with words that go against, you know, uh, the word of God, because listen, and especially where health is concerned, be very, very, very careful because the enemy is crafty. And so if just say, for example, if you, if you've been through some kind of sickness or cancer, right? And it's gone. It's not there anymore. It's dead. Don't ever come into agreement with the word remission. Okay. When a doctor says, oh yeah, you're in remission. No, I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. And it is never coming back. It will never come back because you declared it. You condemned those words. If you come into agreement with remission, for example, in the back of your mind you're you're saying well I hope it doesn't come back but you're yeah there's a little fear there that it could no you get okay so what I'm saying is when you learn your authority in Christ, you will walk in victory, you will walk in victory. you will lay hands on the sick, you will see them recover. you will understand that the power of death and life is in your words and because people speak careless words all the time and whatever you come into agreement with i'm telling you and you believe that's what you're going to have for good or bad you have to be very careful what you let in your eyes your ears and what you what you let come out of your mouth or agreement with or somebody could come some well-meaning person that the devil will use even a well-meaning person to say oh oh i remember you went through uh cancer how's your cancer your cancer, you say, that's it's not my cancer. Jesus took it. That's the truth, right? It's not my cancer. The devil's crafty. If he gets you to agree with it, oh, you know, well, the doctor says, "Mm." no, no, because you just came into that. It belonged to you. It doesn't belong to you. Sickness does not belong to you of any kind because Jesus took all of our sicknesses, our diseases, all of it. Oh, I just feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! And I, oh my, 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 glory to God. You know what? We're going to pray. We're going to pray. So we only have a few minutes left. And remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's Hebrews eleven six. Faith means trust. It's simply ch- you trust. You trust. You trust God. And the thing is, is when you trust the Lord for real, your faith, which is a force, is literally at work automatically when you trust God and say so. Wow. Glory to God. We're going to pray. I hope you got something out of this tonight, because I'll tell you what, as I was listening to this, you know, I felt like the Lord put it on my heart, like, talk about Mark. 16, 15 through 20, because it's time for believers to rise up. You've got to know your authority. If you are a child of God, which means Jesus is your Lord, you've been given the spirit of Christ. You belong to Christ. God is God. The father is literally your father. You can ask what you will according to God's, you know, will believe because he hears you. The word says he hears the prayers of the righteous. Who are the righteous? The ones who have Christ in them, right? Glory to God. Okay. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for those of you who maybe you're watching for the first time. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life. You want to do that. You want to do that. Make sure that you make sure that he he's your Lord, you know, I just feel like, man, I, you know, we don't really have much time, but, you know, it was very tragic what just happened in Texas. And I was in tears today, you know, and just, just, I heard a little bit about it and they showed some of the the images. And for those of you who are from, you know, Texas, and you don't even have to be from Texas, but, but anywhere in the world, it's so tragic, but Texas, obviously it, it, this happened in Texas and just keep praying for the families. And when you think, or I know there, there will be people that are mad at God saying, how could God allow this to happen? God isn't the author of this. That was a work of the devil. And, you know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And I know that God received all those beautiful people into heaven. I know it. Well, he all children, right? And and I'm sure, you know, this is not a surprise to God. You know what happened. It is absolutely tragic, but just keep praying. Don't, don't ever blame God for a work of the enemy because God would never do that. That was a demonic spirit that was tormenting that boy that caused this to happen. And you know, it's so important to plead the blood of Jesus every day and, you know, pray protection over your family and declare that the Lord has you all, you know, and but we just pray for for just the peace and the comfort. Oh my gosh. It's it it's it's beyond. I mean there's just there's no words that I can say to comfort but but I just pray and I am praying and if you're watching and you've had were new anybody or whatever you know just just we'll just pray right now together oh thank you lord father right now in jesus name lord father we just we just lord we know that this isn't a surprise to you what happened lord and we know that your heart is grieving for the families too and father In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just ask your peace, your protection, your, 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 just your comfort, Lord, that passes your peace that passes all understanding, Lord, and your comfort to engulf all of those families, Lord, and the friends and anyone involved. And Lord, the grandmother of that boy, you know, and the mother, Lord, I just pray I pray that they would all come to know you, Lord, and that they would they would give their hearts to you, Lord, and be comforted. Lord, you are the God of all comfort. And Lord, I just pray, we pray together, Lord, for your peace, your comfort, your protection, Lord, over their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus, Lord. Oh, Lord, that you would visit each one of them, Lord, the families, Lord. They, and I pray that they would not turn their hearts away from you, Lord, but to you. And Father, we thank you. You are a good, good Father. And thank you, Lord, for receiving all of them, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, right now. In Jesus' name, Oh, God, amen. Whew! That, that was tough. You know, stuff happens in this world ever turn away from the lord or blame him for a work that was not him i thank god that there is life you know beyond this life and praise god praise god for those of you who have never made jesus your lord um, let's do that right now just repeat after me and say lord jesus i am a sinner and I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins, and I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now, and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways, and be my Lord and Savior. Lord, I ask you also to baptize me with your precious Holy Spirit and fire so I can be a good witness for you on this earth. I thank you right now, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. Jesus name, amen and amen. Well, we are over time, but I just want to thank you for joining the broadcast tonight. And just remember, you know, as a child of God, You have the spirit of Christ in you. Remember that you have authority over all the works of the enemy, but nothing will happen if you don't use that authority, right? Your words. And just remember, Jesus loves you. Read the word of God so you can understand the mind of Christ. You know, Ephesians 3.20 says, right? um, to, To him who does exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think, okay, you can't stop there, according to the power that works in us. That's the power of the Holy Spirit in you, Christ in you, the spirit of Christ in you. So with that, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Go out, make a difference, represent your king. Well, you have him in you. He goes with you just like he went with the disciples. He's with you and me to confirm his word through those accompanying signs. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Please share this broadcast out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Thanks for watching the victorious life and I'll see you soon. All right. Good night.